Hey everyone, I'm Millie and welcome to this week's episode of the Tide Society. I'm very happy to have you here. Um, I wanted to give a quick notice just at the start that this podcast episode will be heavily themed about abortion and that's what I'll be talking about today. There will also be mentions mention of rape involved, so if that's not something you're comfortable listening to, if that's something that could possibly trigger you, feel free to drop off here. I'm not going to be offended. I just wanted to give you a bit of a warning, give you some just give you a warning to let you know that's what this is about. I was going to do a different episode this week, however, in light of what's gone on in the world recently, and um, especially in the US, I wanted to chat about it. So that's what I'm doing. Next week, I will be back with a normal chronic illness podcast. So if this is not a topic for you, if this is not a topic that you want to listen to, feel free to drop off. I will be back next week with a normal episode. Um, But anyway, I'm going to get right on with it. Remember, that's talk about abortion and rape. So be prepared that's what this episode is going to be themed about there's going to be mentions of it so proceed with caution as you will you are best judge of what you can listen to so that's what this episode is going to be about i hope you join on i hope you're okay with this um but if not feel free to drop off and join me back next week okay i'm gonna get right started with this i hope you enjoy If you are new here, then hi, I'm Millie. Here I post every Wednesday with a brand new podcast episode. This week's episode is a bit different. However, what I normally do and what my normal topics are themed around is chronic illness, specifically chronic fatigue syndrome, as that's the chronic illness I have. However, I do cover a wide range of topics and subjects. So even if you have a different chronic illness or maybe no chronic illness, then I'm sure you can relate or listen in some way. Um, I do this to bring awareness and support because when I first got ill when I was 12 I didn't know anyone with it I'd never heard of chronic fatigue syndrome and I just felt very alone so I do this to try and show that there are other people going through similar situations and that it's something that we can talk about it's not something to be embarrassed of which is why I want to do this as much as possible um If you don't know what chronic fatigue syndrome is, it's a chronic illness which results in extreme long-lasting fatigue and tiredness, along with many other symptoms such as brain fog, light and sound sensitivity, muscle and joint pain, um, brain fog, sore throats, headaches, um, nausea, dizziness, so many more. The list could go on and people's symptoms range from person to person. Some people were bed-bound and house-bound and can't, like, even stand someone touching their shoulder because it's so painful. And then there's people like me, I have it more, I have a more mild case and I'm able to go to school and I'm able to see my friends sometimes, um, but it's still a very restrictive illness and I do still have many bad days, which my illness really affects me of, affects me on. So that's why I want to share this and share what I can as someone who isn't bedbound, as someone who is able to have a bit more of a voice, who is able to speak about this more than maybe other people who are, who have this illness are which is why obviously I do all this. Anyway, I'm going to get right on with this episode. Remember, this is your last warning that this episode is all about abortion and has mentions of rape in it. So view, like, listen at your own risk. Listen at, if you know that you're going to be okay with those subjects. I don't want to trigger anyone. I don't want anyone to leave this episode feeling um, like just not feeling great, okay? So that that's what I'm kind of letting you know about. I'm going to get right on with it. I hope you enjoy. I hope, maybe enjoy is not the right word, but I hope this is a conversation that you are open to having. So if you have not heard that over the last few days, the US Supreme Court has overturned Roe vs Wade, which basically means now that individual states will be allowed to decide if 
and how to allow abortions and what the rights of abortions are and everything. And because of that, there are many states, and many states have already kind of taken action before this was even overturned. They've kind of made it so it's kind of already illegal in some states. But there are many states which are expected to introduce restrictions on abortions very soon. And states such as like Alabama, um, Idaho, Louisiana, Michigan, Oklahoma, Texas, Kentucky and Wisconsin are expected to only allow abortions in the case of saving the mother's life, which I personally think is a bit ridiculous and I mean I very much expect that the only case they will say that the mother's life is in danger is in like proper like physical medical danger but they wouldn't consider I very highly doubt they would consider mental mother like the mother in mental danger sort of thing of having that child I very much doubt they would even consider that, you know, the strain that it would put on the mother. I doubt it would, because it's more in the moment, you know, if the mother's life is in the moment while she's pregnant, then they probably would. It's questionable if they would, actually. But, um, you know, future on, they're not really thinking about it. But it will be like, in the moment, if the mother's life's in danger, then yeah, we can have an abortion. But otherwise, no. And I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, For context, for the whole podcast, I am very much pro-choice. Um, so just putting it out there. Um, but you know, it's just because there are so many more reasons that aren't just, that aren't life-threatening to the mother, but still valid reasons to have abortions. You don't have to be, like, the mother doesn't have to be in life-threatening danger to have an abortion. I don't think that's, that should not be the only reason to get, get one. It's ridiculous. You know, the people who, the people who get abortions, the people who protest for abortions, the people who are pro-choice, like me, they're not against babies, they're not against lives, they're not against whatever. There's just a difference between a life and a fetus, a life and a clump of cells. There's a difference. There really is. And it's like people say, oh no, um, like I've heard, oh my god, no, on the internet, I've heard some people say that they believe like abortion should be legal up to the three years old. Excuse me, no. At that point, you are, that is a child, that is a life that is in the world. However, when it, when it's, you know, in abortion like times and when it's just clumps of cells and it's a fetus, it's not a life yet, is it? It could not survive outside of the mother. It could not. like obviously like outside of scientific fields I know some you can have like tube babies and everything like that but um you know you know it's fetus it's not a life yet is it it's cells which for so many reasons should be allowed to get like they it's aborted it should be allowed and you know I'm not saying that I'm against life I'm not saying I'm against babies whatever it is that but right at that point they're a fetus it's not a life yet you know and while the mother's life might not be in immediate danger from the pregnancy carrying it to term and like having the child there could be very negative connotations and problems in the future because of that and you know there there are so many reasons that oh, there's just so many reasons for not having a child and for getting an abortion. There's just so many which aren't just life-threatening. And that's what I find ridiculous. It really is. Like, for one, last warning, this is your last warning, that rape. There are some states which are saying that is a valid reason to get an abortion. However, 
are they like in what case are they going to say that is the case because i can very i can very much see some states saying oh no where's the proof because it i can see them doing that which is so so horrible like them turning around and saying yeah but you're pregnant where's the proof that you were raped sort of thing i can see them saying that and that is just horrible that that in itself would then therefore add to more trauma for the victim but I can see that happening for some states. Some states are saying, you know, if if you were raped and got pregnant, yeah, you can have an abortion. As you should. But I can also see them saying, but where's the proof? But, yeah, rape is a very good reason to get an abortion because it was a traumatic event. Of course it was. It was something that people don't want a living form of that to remember. And, you know, I, like, I would not want that. You get raped and you're in a traumatic state and you get pregnant from it, how horrific, like that in itself is just such a scary, horrible incident, you don't want to carry your rapist child, because there, like, I can just, I, there are so many cases of that, that happening, and you know, the mum will look at that child and see their rapist, and how horrible is that, but that's horrible for the child, and that's horrible for the mother, because the mother doesn't want to be seeing that, and being remem- reminded of that traumatic experience every time they see their child, and the child, the child will just be, like, so many cases, the child is just, like, it feels, it feels bad for being born, sort of, because, obviously, they're then constantly reminding their mother. Like, that's so sad. And you don't want that, and so that is a very valid reason for an abortion. Another could simply be too young. You know, you could be a minor, and you get pregnant, and you don't want that. You, that, like... It could it will disrupt it disrupt your whole life and you could have specific plans set up for your life and this just comes along and now you're pregnant and you have a baby and you can't get an abortion because there are laws not allowing you to and your life's completely changed completely changed course and you know I there was a girl in my school a few years above me who I think she got pregnant while doing her GCSEs and she kept the baby and they both see she seems very happy and everything like that. However, I can imagine her, like, her whole life completely changed. Her plans for her life completely changed. And, you know, she seems happy. However, not everyone is. However, that's not, that's not the situation for everyone. You know, I don't speak to her. I don't know her. She's, she's a few years above me in school. However, she didn't come back to school. She, she didn't come back to my school, at least. I don't know if she, where she carried on her education. I don't know if she did. And I don't know, you know, I don't know what her life looks like now. I don't know what it's going to be like for her. Um, but yeah, I just know that she had to stop going to my school when she got pregnant. And she she has a child. And from what I've seen online, he's very adorable. He's very, she's happy. She's She loves her son. However, it's not what she expected, obviously. And that's a, that's not good, that's a good case scenario. I mean, I don't know what it looks like for a future. I don't know what her life currently looks like. But that's not the case for so many people. You know, that someone could get pregnant and they can't get it aborted. So then their parents find out. Then they kick them out of the house. You know? Then what? Then you've got to raise a kid with nowhere to live. Or you're raising a kid, you know, living with someone else who, you know, doesn't also have the funds. I don't know. There's so many different scenarios that can play out. You could literally make a million different scenarios up here. Maybe there's not. Maybe you're not financially stable. Maybe your job's too busy and you don't have time to raise a kid. 
you know, there's so much that goes into it. Maybe you simply just don't want a child, which is a valid reason as well, you know. Then that would result in the parent and the child then being unhappy because the child would know their parent doesn't want them and they're unloved and the parent doesn't want them. And so they don't... It's just... And then they feel guilty for not loving the child. Everything like that. There's so many reasons. Disability. My whole, like... All I do is, like, chronic illness and disabilities and everything like that. Me. I... Literally the other day, I was thinking about, like, when I'm older, getting a dog. How? I couldn't. Because I can't go on walks and everything. You know, what would I... I would have to get, like, a dog walker. And even then, like... I... What if I don't have... I can't... I might not have the money. I might not be in a situation to get the dog walker. All this different stuff. And that's just with a dog. A dog that I would choose to get by myself. What about a pregnancy? You're accidentally pregnant. You can't then get a, get an abortion. And then you're stuck with it. You know, on my bad days, when you can't get out of bed and you're just stuck there, you, would be, you wouldn't be able to look after the kid. I would, like, for me, in my situation, I would feel so guilty, but it would make me so ill to get out of bed and I wouldn't be... You physically wouldn't be able to. It's not really a choice thing. It's not like, a, oh, I'm tired. I don't really want to get up. It's not that at all. It's like, I'm in so much pain. I literally cannot get out of the bed right now. Like, that is not fair on me or the child. And it would make me more ill, like, getting out of bed and helping them. But that goes for so many more illnesses and disabilities. There's so much more that goes into it. And the fact that it's now, like, you're... Oh, you're... Like, that... I I very highly doubt that, um, any like, the states would take into consideration disabilities. I I don't know. I'm not very. I I try and keep up to date with what's going on in the US. However, it's a big country and I can't do it all. So I don't really know what their complete views are on disability when it comes to pregnancy and everything. I don't know. And obviously now it's all changing. But I feel like they could be kind of like, yeah, well, it's your problem. <laughs> I don't think they would particularly care, which is horrible. Because it would just be so... It would just be horrible for both the kid and the parent. And I, I just couldn't. It would be so horrible. And the fact that that's like... They're, they're literally saying they don't care. Because they're all like, oh yeah, we're pro-life. We want to save kids. These these fetuses are actually alive. So kind of, that's what they're saying. And yet they're not taking into consideration when that fetus that they're saying is alive comes into the world and becomes a child and an actual life then what? They're going to be unhappy, quite possibly, because their parent doesn't want them, because their parent doesn't have time to look after them, because their parent's working, like, four different jobs to make sure they're okay, because their parent, because they're, like, product child um, from a rapist, because they're a child to a to a parent who has a disability who isn't able to take care of them because they're a child to someone who wasn't prepared who wasn't able in a place to take care of them all this different stuff and then they're saying they're all pro-life yes life's is important what before it's in the world once it's in the world then it's the parent's job to deal with it because that's not their problem suddenly it's it makes no sense because they're like oh no you can't get rid of this this life is so important and yet when it comes into the world, who's going to be helping it? Who's going to be giving all the support? Because I very much doubt. I very much doubt the sort of states will be doing it. The states who stop the abortions. What are they going to do? They're probably just going to sit back and say, "Well, hey, you had the kid. Not through choice. Because you banned it." I got some statistics from a website. Um, 
which I think was trustworthy, but don't quote me on it. Um, and it's like of reasons why people get abortions. Apparently, forty percent weren't financially prepared. Um, thirty six. It was timing. Wasn't the right timing for so many reasons. Twenty nine because they had to focus on their other children, which they already had, because obviously those are the ones that are already alive that have lives that are real like in the world with emotions and feelings and can feel pain and all this different stuff they had to focus on those ones obviously um 20 got an abortion because their job or education were going to be interfered with because of the pregnancy which is not what you want obviously um 90 said they were not emotionally or mentally prepared which is, again, a very valid reason. 12% for health reasons. 12% for... Well, they wanted to be able to provide a better life and they couldn't do that currently. And there were more as well. I just didn't write them all down. But so many reasons. And only 12% of those abortions would have been for the reason that the states would... Like, some of the states would allow. Not all of them as well. that is the society we apparently live in that's the world we currently live in I'm so I'm honestly like I'm from the UK and I'm scared seeing all of this news seeing all of it because it's so unfair and it's ridiculous and it's scary that it's going backwards that history is going backwards what so many women fought for for so long has then gone backwards, which makes absolutely no sense. You know, an abortion is a woman's right. And I do believe that the partner should get, have a contribution to it in like the decision of getting an abortion. However, I believe at the end of the day, it is the woman's choice um, of what she wants to do with her body, you know? Um, but yeah, they should, like, I think the partner should be consulted, should be brought into it. I mean, not in all cases, if it's a rapist, they don't get any sort of say in it. Um, but, you know, if it's like a marriage sort of thing, maybe have a conversation. However, I believe at the end of the day, it's the woman's choice if she wants to put her body through that again. If she's mentally and physically in a place where she believes she can have a child, you know, it's her choice. Um, so the Supreme Court, it was six to three on the vote. Six people, six of the Supreme Court, Supreme Court people, um, I don't know what they're called, voted to, like, to... Um, abolish it and three people voted to keep keep the um Roe vs Wade um and I think um I think it's a bit ridiculous because the people who abolished it it was one woman and five men I think the world's got a lot of questions for that woman a lot of questions and I know lots of women are um pro-life I do know that um I mean you only have to look at the LeBrant's family um uh they did a documentary recently the YouTubers I don't know if you saw it um they they compared abortions to the holocaust those are things you don't compare you don't compare those I think it was absolutely ridiculous and it was really embarrassing for them to do that because it's two very, very different things. The Holocaust was horrible and a tragedy and something that should never happen again. But to compare it to abortions, 
not the same, not the same at all and not something you should be comparing them to. And the fact that they did, and I understand that Savannah, I believe, who is the mum of the YouTube videos and everything, she, I think she was going to have an abortion with her eldest daughter, daughter Evelyn, and then she decided not to and how she's saying it's the best thing she ever did in her life and stuff like that. And I do know that happens that women didn't think they could take on being a mother or anything like that. They weren't prepared and then it became their best thing of their life. And I understand that. However, that's not everyone's situation. Many people aren't given a situation where that's a possibility, where that's an option for them. Um, and yeah, I thought it was a bit ridiculous because a lot of their target audience is young people, young children. And I don't think they should have been putting that on them. But... Anyway, we're not here to talk about the LeBrant family. We're not doing that because I think that documentary was absolutely ridiculous and they shouldn't have done that, honestly. One part of this whole thing that really gets to me is the fact that the US Supreme Court overturned this to make abortions, basically in many, many states, illegal. And yet gun, gun laws, they really could do with a looking at their gun laws because the US's gun laws make no sense to me at all and yet they're doing they're focused they're putting their focus and attention and saying oh abortions are bad let's ban abortions um life is so important everything like that and yet they they still do guns they they I don't understand it because they're saying basically oh yeah Guns are fabulous. Guns are great. They are protection. They, they're they so important. And yet abortions are bad. They have their logic twisted. They have it twisted. And it makes absolutely no sense. I am someone who is quite nervous. And I'm someone who is scared of break-ins and everything. And so I understand people were like, oh yeah, we need a gun for protection. However... If it, if I was, like, in in the law department, if I was in someone high up, you look at... I think you should actually look at how many times... How many lives the guns have saved in protection from citizens and how many they've actually killed. I think that would be an interesting thing to look at. I've, I'm thinking that off the top of my head. I've not actually Googled it. I don't know what the stats are. But I think that could be quite interesting, seeing how many civilian lives have been saved through a civilian owning a gun and how many civilian lives have been taken from a civilian owning a gun i think that would be quite interesting and it's it's ridiculous because they're all pro-life until it's guns and they're like oh no guns are great they're protection they get money all this different stuff it's ridiculous you know like may may 25th of this year 19 children were shot dead in a primary school shooting attack in Texas. Texas is one of the states which is expected to make abortions illegal in most, in like most cases. And yet there's children dying from guns. It doesn't make sense. It makes it makes absolutely no sense and I I honestly want Someone from the Supreme Court, someone from high up, I don't know who has the power to change the gun laws, I don't know who it would be. Also, as someone who hasn't got all the knowledge on US laws and everything, can someone, like genuinely, can someone explain to me how the Supreme Court makes a ruling like that? 
Also, what is the president's job? Because I thought he would have got a say in this and then I see him tweeting or something or saw it on the news that it's a sad day because of the abortions. Because of the, like, overruling of the abortion. When does he get a say in it? Because if it's a sad day and he's president of the of America, why could he not change? Why could he not get a say in it? Because um, I know that Boris Johnson, my current prime minister in the UK, he to make a ruling, I believe he has to go through constituents of his party and everything, like members of his party, and maybe even some of the other party as well. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Don't quote me on it. Don't test me on it. I'm trying. I'm. I'm trying. I'm learning. Um. But I'm, I don't know, when does, I don't know, when, how does the Supreme Court make a ruling like that, that affects so many people in, like, so many states, apparently, like, half the states are expected to bring in laws about this, like, it makes no sense, I, like, why, what, what, it's just, sorry, I don't have words, I don't understand it, it makes no sense to me about any of this, how this can actually be happening. In 2022, they're like, oh yeah, abortions are bad. Why? How? It's saving so many people's lives. They're not stopping abortions. They're just stopping safe abortions. And, like, so many lives are going to be lost because of this, because people can't cope, because I imagine suicide rates are going to go up. Honestly, I imagine they will, because this is such... It's so, it's going to be so harming to women. And you know, you already see the protests, you already see the problems that are coming from it. Why? In what world? I don't understand. I have respect for the three people who um, didn't vote to overturn it. Um, Two women and one man. I don't have any like background on them, so if they're... Not 100% good people, I don't know that. I'm just talking from this vote. Um, But they knew what was right. They knew that abortions are needed. And I don't know how long it's going to take for abortions to be legal again. I hope it's soon. Because it's ridiculous. And um, if you're from the US, I really hope you're doing alright. Because... This is not great. This is not good. And abortions should be a woman's right. And it's it's horrifying that this is still going on. I don't understand it. The gun thing really gets to me. I'm so sorry. Gun thing really gets to me. How they like guns, but they're against abortions. It makes no sense. It really doesn't. They're saying a fetus's life is more important than a primary school kid or something. A fetus who is a clump of cells, who has no life, who has no emotions, who can't speak, who has no future currently, is more important than a child who's going to grow up and get a career, get a family, get a life, get whatever. It's ridiculous. 19 children were shot dead. School shooting in Texas last month in 2022. The next month, they're like, oh no, <laughs> children's lives are important while they're in the womb. Once they're out of the, in the world, is anyone's guess. And it makes no sense. It makes absolutely no... There are so many problems with the world. I don't understand it. 
I don't understand why they're focusing on abortions when they should be focusing on gun control. It makes no sense. Um, overall, the world's screwed up. People have very screwed up views and I don't understand any of it. At all. Okay, that's going to be today's episode before I go on more rants about gun control and abortions because I think you've all had enough from me. Um, I hope you enjoyed. Again, I don't know if that's the right thing to say for this kind of episode because it's quite a serious episode. But I wanted to talk about it. I don't particularly know who wanted to listen to it. I don't know. But for me, this is just a topic that I wanted to speak about. I think it's one that's very important to speak about. Um, Because abortions... Abortions should be illegal. No, sorry. Ignore me on that. Abortions should be legal. They're a woman's right. They are something that can protect and help so many women. If a woman is in a position and a family maybe are in a position to have a child, they will have the child. If someone is getting an abortion, there is a reason behind that. And it's the right thing to do because obviously if they have the child and they don't want it, the child is being brought into an environment which it isn't ready for, which the family or the mother isn't ready for, in which it will be, it won't be cared for in the way it should be, you know? It's just not the right time. It's not, there's so many other factors that are going into it. And there is always a reason behind getting an abortion. It's not someone just like going like, oh, I got pregnant. I'll flip a coin and see what to do with it. There's always a reason behind it. And if the family um, or mother is ready for the child, they will have it. But banning abortions isn't the right thing to do. It's even meaning people are going to be doing them in dangerous situations. Um, Or they'll have to travel to get the abortion. Or they'll have the child and the child be brought into an environment where it wasn't meant to be overall the world's screwed up and i'm not a fan um sorry this episode was a bit dark and it wasn't the nicest welcome back after i've been gone for a few weeks of no podcasts but next week like i said i will be back with my normal chronic illness episodes like i said i did have a different episode planned for today it just didn't happen because um, this all was going on and it was just kind of on my mind and I thought if I didn't talk about it then it would just carry on being on my mind constantly and I wanted to just say something, you know? I wanted to have an episode that I can look back on and say I did speak about it. So that's what I did. I hope it was alright. I hope it all made sense. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to go. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys next week for another episode here on the Tired Society. And I'll see you guys around. Hope you're doing all right. Bye.